When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ole Speaks podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Dan, coming to you for episode 194. And if you want to listen to this episode, as well as future episodes, feel free to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. If you do listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, feel free to leave us a nice algorithm-friendly five-star rating and review. And as I mentioned on the Genoa recap episode, if you do listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure to turn on the automatic download option and help us stay up to date in your podcast feed. So uh, we are looking ahead to Juventus' game against Frosinone. Not on a Friday, gentlemen. Not on a Friday. Yeah, but it is a... Yeah, damn Christmas Eve is on a Sunday. So here we are with the lunchtime kickoff pushed up to Saturday, which for me, (laughs) where I live, I'm going to be up while the Christmas lights are still lit. I'll just say, I'll leave it at that. So... One, I feel like one uh, very uh, big storyline coming in, and he's Argentine. So before we get to that, Sam Lepresti. Hello, Sam. It's the farm team this week. Yes. Right? yes. <laughs> Basically. Yes, the, uh, the the South American farm team. <laughs> Chucks. Hello, Chucks. Hey, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, you'll be able to catch Santa coming uh, through the <laughs> third chimney since you'll be up so early. Ah, that, that's so. that's that's the next day, my friend. That's the next day. You're doing the seven fishes, Danny? Uh, not this year. Probably not no? this year. But I know, I know you will be correct. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have some kind of seafood. We always do. But uh, as as I hinted at, uh, Juventus playing Frosinone means Juventus, Loni, Matias Sule, as we've talked about on the podcast a few times, it's dedicated an entire episode to him uh, a few a few weeks back, uh, gets his first crack at his parent club, uh, with Juventus making the trip to Frosinone a couple days before Christmas. I have a feeling the Italian media is just sitting back going, ah, the easy narrative. Uh, yeah. I guess from a from a Sule point of view, I guess in turn, knowing how well, for the most part, Juventus has played defensively this season, how much are you looking forward to Sule playing against Juventus and just, uh, you know, essentially, you know, as I'm sure the Italian media will bill, him giving an audition for his parent club next season, like, you know, the, the previous three, four months haven't really mattered all that much. Yeah, the, I was going to say the, the audition's already been pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, frankly, you got to be concerned about it at this rate. <laughs> you know, he's he's been one of the best offensive players in the league so far this year, and you know, it's it's going to be up to to Danilo and whoever is playing on the left side of the of the formation in the wingback spot to contain him, because you know he is right now the guy that you look at at, uh, at Frosinone as you know the guy to to stop the guy that you know you have to be you have to know where he is at all times you know he's scored six times this year no one else on frozenoni has scored more than twice so he's the you know he's the guy to to key on and stopping him is going to be the the big thing for for the rest of the game everything i think trickles it down from from where stopping him is especially if you know, like 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 we're probably thinking Allegri will just set up shop even though it's Frosinone and and do what he always does. You know, to to stop him is is the big issue because everything about Frosinone as an offensive team flows out of him right now. Yeah, I mean he's he's the main man. I mean he's uh he's the man where uh all, all eyes will be on him. I mean I think this will be a big test of like the type of more, I don't think it will be a, I mean, obviously a test of his ability, his footballing ability, but I think this is more a test of his just mental fortitude, because obviously, again, like we all said, that is going to be the narrative of the entire game, right? You know, Sule, you know, player of Juventus, he's played so well. Can he handle the pressure of playing against basically all the players he knows and has played with? That's going to be in the build up to the game. That's going to be during the game. That's, yeah, that's just going to be the story and again i mean let's not forget i mean players are human beings uh sule is only what 23 or something no years old down or... younger than that oh he's younger than that he is oh he's 20 oh yep. he's 20 years old jeez oh just a little pup <laughs> um, just a wee little pup um yeah i mean he's extremely young you know again we forget that mentally at that age i mean to me you're still a child at, at the age of 20 so yeah, being able to handle the the mental side of that as I mean again as a child um at such a high level at such high pressure of professional football yeah I mean that's not that's not just a, a given I think uh, you know let's not think that that's just a given and it's just easy for him to do that so yeah again I think this will be really a test of his mental fortitude and and you can see that kind of during games, you'll see if they look a little nervous or look a little 
hesitant or maybe don't take a touch, take their touches as well, or, or play, play certain balls as quickly as they usually would. You know, you can, you can kind of see that if someone is a, is a little nervous, but yeah, let's see if he's got, you know, nerves, uh, nerves of steel, or if maybe the, the occasion gets to him a little. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously nerves are expected, especially when it's the first time going against the club that you are technically still owned by. So I would expect him either to become out just absolutely firing all on all cylinders, or it takes a little bit for him to, to really kind of find his footing in this match. But I would assume that this game being played at Frosinone compared to be playing in Turin uh, is going to help him out because if it's in Turin at a sold out Allianz stadium with 40,000 people, as much as I'm sure a lot of people in that crowd want him to come, come back over the summer and have a spot in next year's squad, you know, don't want you to do well uh, on that given night, you know, that, that would be tough on top of the nerves, but for this to have the home crowd behind you, supporting you, I would think for especially a young player in, in Sule's position. And let's not forget also Enzo Bananachea and Kyle George, who scored his first goal this past weekend for Seriago this past weekend uh, after Sule. Let him take the penalty, kind of like you know we we saw with Federico Chiesa and Dusan Vlaovic against Genoa. You know, there's going to be some nerves, but also I'm sure some nervous excitement as well. And uh, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see. I mean that that's one of the the things that is going to be interesting to watch about this game is just how how those kids, no matter if they're in the starting lineup or coming off the bench, and I mean you would assume at least two of the three are starting. You know how they how they just handle it because this is this is a big occasion. No matter how much the whole season has been their argument to you know potentially be a part of Juventus's future, this game especially is like the is as cliche as it is. They've they've circled this one as their their one of their biggest games of the season. Yeah, like you said, this this that consideration of playing at home means he will at least have you know the home to home crowd in his back and, you know, wishing him and wishing him well and, and urging him on um, as well. So, you know, that is of course a big, big plus on his side, not to change it too much from him, but uh, let's not forget that obviously uh, Enzo Barinicea is, uh, is also uh, on loan at, at Frosinone and of course, Caio Jorge as well. The other two uh, players, you know, the other two Juve players that are there as well. So um, I guess also having that just kind of, that team, that that camaraderie of like, hey, we're all we're we're the Juve players now going up against our parent clubs. So you know, we're all three of us are looking to prove a point and prove that we are worthy of coming back next season and being at least in serious consideration to uh, to play for the team. Uh, especially even you know Enzo uh, Enzo Barinicea because you know we've talked about just the midfield. I mean, we've talked about our midfield ad nauseum and we've uh, especially pointed out that we really don't have a backup for Locatelli. I mean, we, we've obviously played um, Ansnikalusi Caviglia there and, you know, he's been pretty decent as well, but yeah, we're still just kind of thin there and, and he's obviously, you know, Caviglia is obviously still pretty raw. So, you know, can, can Barrenechea um, show that he's, you know, ready to slot right in uh, to the team when he comes back? Having he'll have an edge over Cavilia anyway because he's just played more first team football. That's you know top I mean, flight I, first team football. As uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I was just looking it up as you were talking tricks. 
Enzo's played 1,200 minutes already this season, or over yeah. 1,200 minutes this season. And when you factor in the Coppa Italia games, they played as well. So, I mean, that's for a player who last season, you know, played somewhat sporadically for Juventus once he was called up. That's huge. I mean, we were we were just yeah. talking about it, you know, on the last episode a couple of days ago with with uh, Yildiz and Hoisin. I mean, they're they're not playing all that much, knowing the the report that was floated out there that Kenan Yildiz is frustrated with his playing time a little bit. Can you imagine what, what how he'd be feeling if he was getting even half half of what Enzo's gotten this season? I mean, it's oh yeah. I mean, that's 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 huge, and that's also really going to help Juventus in the evaluation process for not only him, but Sule. And if Kyle George can find some consistent playing time as well, because I mean, let's face it, this is what these younger players are sent out on loan to do is to play. Yeah. And Byron Ikea, not only is he playing a lot of minutes, he's actually, he's doing very well as that, you know, as the, that guy in front of the defense, he's score, uh, he's averaging two and 2.1 tackles per game. You know, he is in there and kind of busting people up in midfield. And that's the kind of thing that we kind of need right now. So, yeah, I would be I would. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how this whole thing works uh, with with Baron Ikea. And and if that turns into something, you know, a bit of a change in midfield, you know, next year, if he's pro- if, you know, obviously Sule has been a lot flashier, but. You know, if if we've got our eyes on on Enzo too to say, you know, yeah, this is a guy that's can contribute to Juventus next season with Bernakea. That's you know, guys that we are bringing up on the cheap from our own system that allows us to focus our money on on other things. So to have these guys playing so much at Frosinone, it's a it's a much different system than what we have. That's for that's for certain. As you know, you've got Eusebio Di Francesco coaching Frosinone, who is very much in the Zen, in the Zdenek Zeman uh, school. But this could be the the potential, you know, parts of if not the foundation, at least you know, good role players. I think I think Sule will be a foundational piece. He's just that damn good. But you know, you can maybe see the the first bits of the next Juventus team that'll really start having success you know, as we look, as we go through this game. I think another thing to to point out as well, just, you know, obviously on the discussion of Sule is that, you know, he's playing on the right. And as we talked about last episode and just in the last few episodes, he will be up against, you know, the somewhat struggling Philip Kostic. So that's, I mean, it's really the perfect time to play against Kostic, given that, you know, he's obviously not having like, the worst time in his career, but he's a bit on a downward slope. And um, yeah, I mean, let's see how much he takes the game to him. And it's a good opportunity for him. And, you know, he'll probably not get a better opportunity against a player who's, yeah, not having the best time of his career. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think uh, we'll, we'll be having flashbacks to uh, Juventus training sessions. If uh, Sule ends up being matched up against Danilo a whole lot as well, because, uh, that 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 could be uh, not only a competitive one, but just an, an entertaining one. Knowing uh, obviously how well Danilo's played this season when he's healthy, but also just uh, the fact that Sule he's he's a tricky one. I mean, he's you know he he's not physically imposing by any means, but you know you you get 
you get him on a on a good day and he's he's going to try and uh Federico Keza he's he's going to try and send you into the grave with the with some of the moves he has so it's going to be interesting to watch i mean obviously you know just kind of unfortunately by his his inju- injury situation the last couple of years Kyle George kind of becomes the third one of the three that people pay attention to in terms of who's on loan at Frosinone. But the two young Argentines are obviously a huge part of this game, but also the fact that, you know, Juventus coming off a a very poor showing against Genoa are going to be facing a Frosinone team that, you know, they haven't played well in terms of results the last, these last few weeks. I mean, they've, you know, they started out well, uh, they've now lost, what is it, you know, three of their last four or three of their last five, excuse me. So, yeah, it it's really uh, another one of those games. And I know you mentioned it last episode, Chuck's kind of looking at a team on paper as a winnable game. But, yeah, this is a provincial side who Juventus should be beating. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, and the remaining, you know, what's the next bit of the schedule after them? It's, it's, uh... There's one more before uh, before the Roma game, right? Nope. That's also in the same vein. Nope. It's it it basically goes um, Genoa, Frosinone, Roma. Yeah. 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 Oh no, it is no, it is, and then it's Roma, and then it's Salernitana for two games, and then Sassuolo, and then Lecce, and then M, and then Empoli before you get to the big inter game in February. Yep. But you know, this is the game that you have to. This is a game that you really. You have to win these. If you're Juventus, if you're looking to stay up at the top of the table, you've got to, you have to win these. There's no excuse. Yeah, absolutely. But again, it's just another one, another one of those banana peel games where, you know, like you said, Danny, it looks easy on paper, but where Fosinona has been out of form, but still it's an away game. And again, you have three. You're gonna have at least three players who are extra fired up just because they're playing against their their parent clubs or parent club. Um, so yeah, I mean it's absolutely not taking it for granted. Three points are a must in every game 
when you're Juventus, but especially in games like this. And, you know, that's the thing that I also want to, that I hope we, we see a little bit. We talked over the weekend about, you know, the, the, the real, the strange lack of urgency that Juve had as they were trying to, to get back into the lead after, you know, after Genoa tied the game, that has to not be there. You know, you have to win this game. You have to, you know, go in there with that sense of this is a thing we have to do. And, you know, there can't be any, this was an important point moments from a game like this. That has, that, that can't be right now. You have to win this. All right, we'll we'll wrap it up with a little bit of uh, math fun. Chuck's you're a, you're an economics guy, so you you like numbers. You're the you're the Giorgio Chiellini of this podcast. In you terms said, of you said uh, math and fun in the same sentence. I don't yeah, think you. Well, I don't know. quite understand. Hey, you, you, you never you never know. Uh, uh, so two plus two is four minus one is three. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. Frosinone this season. They've they've played uh, sixteen games, just like Juventus. They've They've got 19 points on the season. They, being Frosinone, have the fourth best home record in Serie A. Juventus has the best home record. They've gotten the most points. Do we want to guess out of how many of those 19 points Frosinone have earned at home? 19. Uh, I want to say a 16. Close. Sam, do you have a guess? I, I cheated. I have the answer. Ah! So I... Come on now, mate. Come on now. Killing me, Smalls. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, it's... Uh, do, do you want me to say it or do you want to say I it? I mean, you ruined the fun now, mate. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> See, we're trying <laughs> yeah, to have I fun know. with math. Mea culpa, mea culpa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, now put us out of our misery. <laughs> so, Chucks, it is out of the 19 points that Frosinone have this season, they have earned 17 points at home. So, uh, that is another, I guess, layer to this, uh, this matchup is that Frosinone surprisingly have been one of the best teams at home in Serie A this season. So, you know, just because it is a provincial side doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be an easy game. And I guess to all of our point, uh, just how well, uh, I was about to say Sassuolo, but you know, that's DiFrancesco's pass coming up to bite me in the ass. Frosinone's effectiveness at home, I mean, they, it can't be ignored. They've they've yeah. been very good. Although there is a there is a caveat to that, though. Yes, which is that in those you know in those games, Frosinone has played eight home games. They've scored. They've they've compiled seventeen points out of that. They've only lost one time, but they've given up ten goals. Yeah, uh, there have been a couple of absolutely uh, wild ones thrown in there. Yeah, which <laughs> is that's basically smack middle of the pack in terms of goals allowed at home. So, you know, they're, they are very good here, but they can still be scored upon. Yeah. Hopefully we, we, we try to take advantage of that. Yeah. I'll, I'll just, I'll wrap it up on this note. I, I got a laugh out of, and I'm interested to see if they do this for the, uh, for the Frosinone preview as well, uh, with who scored at the end of each preview, they have a prediction, a score prediction. And for Genoa. I'm. I know you guys are going to be absolutely blown away by this, but it was one nothing Juventus. Yeah. So uh, knowing, even though, uh, as Sam just mentioned, Frosinone has not exactly been very good defensively at home this season, despite all that success. I'm interested to see if everybody's just going to go by the default Juventus one nothing win. 
So mm -hmm. we'll we'll obviously have to wait a few days from when we're recording this to, to find that out. But we uh, thank you all for listening. If you want to follow us on on Twitter, feel free to do so at Eventus Nation on Twitter, at Fans First SN on Twitter for the Fans First Sports Network, FansFirstSports.com for all the podcasts around the network. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. If you do listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, feel free to give us a nice five-star rating and review. So, for Sam, for Chucks, for Sergio, and producer Kaus, this is Danny saying thank you very much for listening. And we're back on our regular Monday schedule next week. 